Hey, Josh Felber here. Super excited for today's guest. If you've ever had a partner, you're uh, working with a partner now in your business, um, as well as how to level up your business or level up your products and not just settle for what everybody else is doing and make them the best products, you got to check out today's guest, Brian Littlefield. He is the co-founder of Jocko Fuel with uh, partners Peter and also Jocko Willink. So check today's episode out. It's going to blow your mind. Make sure you guys take some notes. And don't forget to subscribe and share this video as well. Hey, if you're all about freedom here in the USA, Second Amendment rights, uh, the Constitution, anything, you got to check out my favorite website. It's tacticalgearmarket.com, tacticalgearmarket.com. It has everything from whatever you need to retrofit your uh, weapons to survival gear to backpacks to whatever you need, first aid gear to keep yourself ready and to have yourself ready, ammo, anything like that that you need is right at tacticalgear.com. It's a U.S. company right here in Ohio. So again, check out tacticalgear.com. You are listening to Making Bank, where we uncover the mindset and success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business. I mean, we run into all the normal business challenges of a rapidly growing company, like maintain, like keep it up with cash flow. Like when your growth exceeds your cash flow, you have to you know, get creative. You start. You start your your CFO comes under pressure, you know what I mean? Like, and we have a phenomenal CFO uh, in Don Miller, and you know it's it's most of the classic things that you would get, and then the the, the things that we, the unique things that we deal with that I deal with in particular are during this COVID situation where supply chain has become crazy. Mm. We like everything is inflated, but when you take something like monk fruit, which is a sweetener that we've we've stood yeah. behind since day one. And when it goes from, you know, $275 a kilo to $425 a kilo, your, your cost of goods goes through the roof and you have to, you know, stick to your word and, and maintain, you know, maintain your positioning because you're not going to pivot and start introducing artificial sweeteners or things like that. So we also embrace the idea of constant improvement. And one thing that was interesting with Jocko when I started with him I thought because his whole thing is discipline equals freedom and he's so like, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, the dude has like endured like real shit. And so when All I right. talk to him about like flavoring and sweetness and what the product should taste like, I'm like, does it matter? And he's like, it absolutely matters. And I'm like, interesting. I thought you'd be like, I thought he was going to come from the position of like, just deal with it. You know what I mean? It's good for you. No. And, and his reasoning made all the sense in the world. And that's what's continued to push us, which was his objective is to get as many people as he calls on the path as possible, meaning like living a healthy lifestyle, being a little bit better every day. And if we don't give them something that can truly pull them from the toxic option to the healthy, healthy option, then we're not doing our job. And that has pushed us to continue to evolve the products. And one of the things we did over the last uh, year, we spent the first half of this year, you know, going to, you know, lands of earth on options on new technology. And we found finally another sweetener that we could stand behind. And that was um, an alternative to every 
other option on the market that didn't exist when we started. And we were able to use that, tweak our natural flavor systems, and improve the flavors of the energy drinks significantly. I mean, in my opinion, they went from like a six to, you know, a nine and a 10, depending on which flavor, you know, and flavors preference. But we really had to level it up because people knew it was going to be healthy. They knew it was going to be efficacious. But, you know, if we want to help the masses get away from the toxic options on the market, we just had to go back to the drawing board and say, like, listen, our shit's not good enough. And no, we're not going to phase them out and try and hide from the fact that we didn't do a good enough job in the beginning. We're just going to own it. And we're going to say, listen, we did everything we could at the time, but now we can do better. And we're just going to go back there and reinvent ourselves. And that's what we just did. And we're super excited about that. Yeah, that's awesome. And actually interesting, because I was going to ask you a little bit about that, because I know um, with the original flavor, I like the, the first version of this, I guess you could call it before you guys updated it. What did you guys have pushback from people that were drinking it that you're like, all right, hey, we need to change this? Or were you more like, yeah, we like it, but we know we can do better. And, and then kind of went from there. Because I know I really liked it. My kids, then we, when you guys switched it, we're like, whoa, this is really sweet, mm-hmm. you know, compared to the original. Yeah. But then, um, you know, but then when you understand the other, uh, the other ingredient and everything put in, it's actually not <laughs> pure sugar anything that yeah, you're drinking yeah. with it and, and makes it go from good to crap and everything. And so fortunately, we know, uh, you know, we use monk fruit in some of our products and things like that as well. So I'm familiar with some of the ingredients, a lot of the ingredients that you guys use and everything. But, um, so I guess what was kind of that point why you guys are like, oh, wait, we got to we, we need to make this shift because it is a six or was that customer feedback or more internal? So it was a number of things. It was it was both of those. It was also retailer feedback. So we had landed some mm. major accounts with retailers, but there were some big ones that I can't name that, <laughs> you know, it got really close to the finish line and two big names walked away and they said the same thing. We just don't think the flavor profile and the sweetness profile, the taste is just not where it needs to be to hang with the the, the bigger, you know. The sugary the drinks. OGs. Yeah, the sugary drinks. Right. <laughs> That's, call it a, a spade a spade. It's um, the sugary drinks. And, you know, that's just not what we make. So we were like, okay, we know we need to improve, period. And um, instead, like I said, instead of like hiding it or trying to like craft yeah. a narrative that was like, you know, these flavors are expiring and then bring, no, we were just like, you know, we're going to reinvent ourselves. We're going to upgrade the flavors. And yes, uh, sweetness changed on some of the flavors, but the flavor itself really changed on a lot of flavors. Um, some of our flavors have really, like we had a, um, a sweet tea lemonade flavor that was mm, junk yeah. flavor. And, you know, Dakota Myers flavor, because we have signature flavors, Dakota Myers flavor, black cherry vanilla, they just leveled up so much that it's not even comparable. I mean, there's a guy who, who does energy drink reviews. That's his whole channel is he does energy drink reviews. And he's a he's a real sommelier or whatever. And he's a great guy. And he rated one of our flavors as the worst drink he had ever had. Now, since he says he's tried way worse, but at the time he had rated the worst flavor he had ever had and we actually connected and i talked to him and he's like man it it sucks because i know your drink i know how good it works and i know how clean it is you know it'd be great if you guys could could really improve and he didn't know we were so i got a hold of him and when we had the new flavors i was like i'd love to you 
for, to jump on a call and review these, you know, behind closed doors and give, give me your opinion. He's like, this is crazy because now you can sit on the shelf with all the other drinks, except nobody has to compromise their health. Now he's like, these, you're really, you really did something. And I was like, Hey, listen, like you just, it took, you know, when you get stuck in a rut of like, like sales are good and sales were growing. It's not like sales were tanking, like sales were continuing to grow double digit growth, like, like really blitz scaling. And, you know, you can look at that and you can go, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. That retailer buyer, they just don't like us, you know, or that customer. We don't get a lot of customer negativity, but, you know, like that customer didn't know what they were talking about or you can't please everyone and get into that mindset. And that's just not what we decided to do. And it's paid dividends so far because like even the velocity in store where it started to hit the retailers with the new flavors we've gotten 20 30 40 percent lift wow that's yeah. awesome what uh, i know we got a few minutes left yeah um with uh kind of like where you guys are heading how do you guys see your position and you know what are you kind of looking from a vision standpoint um and how you're driving the company and want to you know kind of that end goal with it yeah, it's interesting. You know, we're launching a Mulk, uh, which is our protein ready to drink RTD. So we're going into that muscle milk, core power space. Um, sure. Not as crowded as the energy drink section, uh, but it, but their their particular products do have cult followings. You know, I like to say we're going to continue to create products that give people non toxic options. Like that's what we're going to do. So when we see a category where there's in my opinion, low hanging fruit, you know, cause that's not how we develop products early on. We develop products early on, like, Hey, Jocko wants to take this product. So I need to create a formula and build a product around it. Everything from packaging to sourcing to manufacturing and things like that. So now it's, it's gone to a point where we see an industry and we're like, we can disrupt that because X and usually it's based around making a healthier or more efficacious or both option. So we're just going to continue to do that. We're just going to continue to create awesome products, build the awareness of creating a community around being better every day and being able to do it truly healthy and um, just keep eating market share. Thank you for listening to Making Bank. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and sharing is caring. Follow Josh Felber on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram for more. You can also listen to Making Bank on Amazon Alexa, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and watch on Apple TV, Success Thinkers Network, Amazon Fire, and YouTube.